0: percent of non-LGBTQ employees believe it is unprofessional to discuss sexual orientation or gender identity in the workplace. This is according to Dina Vidas and Liz Cooper, a workplace-divided understanding the climate for LGBTQ workers nationwide, the human rights campaign in 2019. I'm Brittany Schweitzer. And this is Falling B.I.T. I have a guest with me. It's Amanda Weber. She is one of my best friends for... I was actually doing the math last night. I think we've known each other for maybe like 13 or 14, actually. I think
1: it was sophomore year of high school.
0: I think we met each other going into... It was summer right after freshman year. We went to somebody's house after a picnic. hmm And hung out in their basement while two of them were on a treadmill. You and I just, like, sat on the couch.
1: Yeah, you remember those details <laughs> a lot more than I do because I just remember that Natalie and Jen introduced us. And then from there... I remember that you were going through a breakup and I was no. like, I really, yes. No,
0: I didn't. I wasn't dating anyone freshman year. I thought you were going. I didn't date anyone until sophomore year of high
1: school. So I think that's when I started to
0: remember our relationship from there. Well, and that's, so I think we met summer going into sophomore year. Didn't really hang out during sophomore year. That's when like Natalie was hanging out with us more. And you and Jen were like, what the heck? And then by yeah. junior year, by junior year is when we established we all, the quad pod. Yeah. <laughs> by junior year, we were like, okay, let's yeah. get this going. So at that point, we were 16, 17. So we've been good friends
1: since then, but we've known each other longer. A lot of things have happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot. A lot of phases in our lives have occurred in those modern relationships. Time. Yep. A lot of breakups, mm-hmm. marriages
0: now. Confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of confusion. So do you classify yourself as anything? And you don't even have to actually classify yourself because I don't even like labels. I don't even know what I would classify myself as. Truthfully, if I had to pick a label, I would say I'm bisexual, but I don't even like that and because it's a spectrum for me. Mm-hmm.
1: And literally, I'm more towards I like women more than I like men. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I classify as anything. I think it's easier for people to put me in a box of bisexual, but I don't think I do classify as anything because I really, I guess that's unfair to say because there are a lot of people who would describe themselves a lot like I describe myself but do have a label for, for that description. But I really go off of the personality. I think if I can hold a good conversation with someone and Um, I feel like someone can help me be a better version of myself and help me grow. That's what attracts me the most to someone. To be honest, I've been attracted to so many different types of people, people with different backgrounds, with different looks, with different physical appearances. It's really hard for me to just sit there and say, I'm bisexual because I think that doesn't do it justice. I think that sets the tone as if I'm attracted physically to someone and that's just not the case. I'm attracted to someone's personality and uh, the connection that we have. And when I can feel a very stimulated connection, that's when I start becoming attracted to someone.
0: Demisexual is a person who does not experience sexual attraction unless they have formed a strong emotional connection with someone. Mm-hmm. It's more <laughs> commonly seen in, but but by no means confined to a romantic relationship, of course, being demi bisexual means different things to different people, depending on their experience. So if you were to be in a box, I almost think you would be a demisexual
1: well, and then it draws me to a question of a lot of people have said when I have this discussion with people, they'll say pansexual yeah and but
0: i don't I think pan is more of a um I think that's more anyone. So you would be not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, gender, or gender identity. Mm-hmm. I think you could be between the two. I think they're very, very close in a sense. I think this pan is just more, it doesn't matter the gender, the mm-hmm. sex, anything. And demi is where you have the the attraction to the person. So you might be a combination of yeah the two.
1: Yeah. Th- yeah and that's why that's what makes it so much more difficult to understand what exact where exactly I fall and that's why I kind of, I kind of haven't tried to I feel like I should know more about where I fall, but then at the same time it's it's just it's not something I have to think about anymore just because well I don't feel like I have to think about so much anymore because <clears throat> I'm married to a man so that automatically in so many people's minds just they I think that they believe that, oh, that was just a phase when I was with women. that was just a phase, and many people have just assumed I'm into women and men, and they don't understand my headspace as to who and why I'm attracted to a certain individual, and it's always been more than just uh the the sex or the gender of the person. it's always been more about the personality it's always been more about. Um, not, I mean, yes, the connection, but what comes from that connection is always stimulated by, you know, how we can grow each other, how we can grow one another, how we, um, you know, do, do our love languages match? Do Does our communication uh, skills align and things of that nature? And so a lot of people just assume over my, have assumed over my lifetime that I do just Go back and forth between each gender. And it's just not that. It's that I've met different people at different times that I have connected with. And if that happens to be a female or if that happens to be a male, then I end up dating them and I've ended up being with them. And so a lot of people don't ask me the questions of why or they don't ask me, they just assume. So I haven't necessarily been challenged from an external standpoint uh, to understand that label for myself. Uh, very much and then internally I just kind of always have known why I'm attracted to particular people and so I don't try too hard to understand that much more just because I don't feel the need to explain myself to a lot of people because I just know I understand enough to make sense of it for myself
0: yeah I mean that's all that matters Mm -hmm. is what makes sense to you and it sucks even being in the LGBT community, um, I, I would say I have definitely even judged people go- have gone. I haven't judged you per se. Mm-hmm. People that I don't know, I'm like, oh, now they're dating men. So mm-hmm. they must be straight. And it's like, why Why do you think that way? Mm-hmm. Why can't people be a certain way? Why, what does it matter who they love? And mm-hmm. once I say it, I'm like, why? why are you doing that? And so I
1: kind of take it back and rethink it. I have a few friends that have gone on to be with men, and uh, they're female themselves. And they, I feel like from, we're not very close, but from some of the things that they've posted on social media, they've tried to maintain a, a, a level of understanding with their friends and family that they still are bisexual. They make that known. So I've really enjoyed my time with the LGBTQ community. and. I don't have as many interactions since I've been married. A lot of that's because I've moved states and in general. Uh, I don't have a large community in of itself that I I have uh, friended in that new state. But when I do meet people who are in the community till this day, I always feel like there's some sp- uh, unspoken bond. And it always makes me feel so satisfied to meet people, new people within the community even when I'm in different states and it's just, it's such a feeling of home for me. But I feel like when I moved, when I got married, there was a a label put on me that I was no longer part of the community. I no longer felt the same way. I disassociate with the community and never tap back into that part of my life again. And I think that's what a lot of people who, when they get married and they make that decision to, uh, you know, if it's either they're a female and they're getting married to a woman or they're a female and they're getting married to a man, once they make that commitment, that they feel like there's that label that they are now a lesbian or they are now heterosexual. And that label of being bisexual, that consideration of still being within the community, if you did go the heterosexual route, is a little removed. And I, I feel like, I feel while I like to embrace the community and be involved with the community that I am outside looking in. And so sometimes that can be difficult to feel like you're at home, but not know if the people around you, not necessarily your closest friends and family, but the people that you may not associate with a lot, if they look at you as that same type of, with that same type of connection anymore. And so you go through this transition of, when you get married, that people shift your label for you, and even though you are still that same person to the core, they don't look at you the same way anymore. And so, it's a con- the evolution of someone's sexuality may stay the same, and it could evolve over time. But the actions that you do makes I feel like makes the community. Label your sexuality accordingly and that can get frustrating and disheartening at times because it's it's misrepresentation of who you are and I think there's a a level of just you know having to accept I am who I am and I'm going to live my life the way that I feel comfortable living it and live it in a way that really um, makes me feel alive and makes me feel loved and makes me feel like I'm living the life that I meant to live and you've just got to own that and you can't look back because there's so many people that are trying to put you in boxes as you evolve and your, de- your decisions evolve over time people are continuously trying to mold that label that they, they just some people may need to make sense of who you are and uh, oh, the individual sure. people for are a lot sure. more complex than any box could ever be.
0: Now rolling off of that. So you've dated women, you've dated men, you're married to a man. Let's go back to your first job like in at the end of college, graduating college. So I think within that job you probably dated men and women within that time frame, right? Did you come out to your coworkers? Were you scared? If you did, did you come out to your boss? What were your thoughts during all that?
1: I worked for an organization. uh, It was extremely welcoming of anybody and everybody, but at the time, the majority of who worked in that environment, everyone there was straight, everyone. There wasn't a single person, at least, that I knew of at the time or know of till this day that was in the LGBTQ community. All of, as far as I knew, all of the people that they associate with outside of work as well uh, were straight. So I had never had to come out in the working environment before. And knowing who pe- a lot of the people who they associate with outside of work, who they associated with inside of work, it didn't give me a lot of uh, good context for understanding how they may react and how it would I be accepted or would I not and so it was it was pretty difficult at first but I made the decision to post on social media for the first time that I was with a woman I made a few posts they were some of my co-workers were my friends on Facebook and from that moment they started asking me questions and who are you with and not directly, but just kind of nudging in ways that were very supportive. They weren't, you know, very forward with, they were forward enough to where I got the point that they wanted me to feel comfortable. But at the same time, I was already such a closed person at work. So it wasn't just about my sexuality that I was closed off about. When I go to work, I like to keep it about work. I don't really like to talk a lot about other things. I like to get my work done, show up, and go home and if we do external team bonding events I'll discuss you know more my personal life at that time and that's how I conduct myself at work today and that's how I did at that point but they would often bring their personal lives into the work setting and talk about it and so I knew that them nudging me to do so wasn't out of the norm so eventually once I got a few enough nudges from enough people I did bring my significant other at the time who was a female to one of my work events and I introduced them all at the same time and I didn't tell them uh, before I did that I just told them that I was going to bring my significant other to the event and they all knew that I was dating a woman but that's how I came out and they all accepted me with open arms and they it wasn't a big to-do but when I got back to work that Monday they were all like see that wasn't that hard was it <laughs> and they all laughed and, we all had a good laugh about it and it's it's made for quite the stories my coming out stories. I haven't made it so simple. Um I've had to people have had to kind of pull it out of me at times. But
0: you're not the only one. Coming out to my friends, that's one thing. Coming out to my coworkers and telling them who I'm dating. I mean, I that took me years to build up to that point. It took me years to build up to my family. My friends, that was that was easy. But unless you're on the other side where we are, They don't get it. To them, they're just like, whatever. Why is it that hard to say you like this person? It is really hard to verbally say, I'm dating so-and-so. This is who I'm with and whatnot. Because you you don't know what their reaction is going to be. You're afraid of what they're thinking. So you already said it. Like, okay, they all identify as straight. You weren't sure because they seem so straight. You weren't sure how they were going to react to you. you're sitting there fearing it making up scenarios in your head how bad it might go and in reality they didn't care they just wanted you to be like yeah this is who i'm dating and they were happy for you
1: what i found comfort in was that a lot of the individuals that i worked alongside with were close to my age so that helps i think there's always an additional component when you are working with someone that's much older. Uh, typically, older generations are less familiar with uh, less familiar with different sexualities, and so that. With that being said, I think it's oftentimes more difficult for them to to really get it, and I think everyone who's in the LGBTQ community can see that being an additional barrier when you're coming out to someone, but. That wasn't necessarily there for in that case, and so I got lucky with that being my first coming out experience. But it was empowering to go through if the people around you are supportive. could imagine if that were backlashed and how that would make everything much more difficult moving forward. it make it much more difficult to accept myself wholeheartedly and make it much more difficult to uh, find the comfortability to do that in the next opportunities that I would have taken on, so I'm blessed that that was my first experience
0: now do, did you tell your boss or was this just coworkers and I mean did they catch did your boss catch on at that point
1: so my boss was the place I worked the boss that I had was only a couple of years age difference from me so she w- it was kind of we had this culture of she was one of us and at times of discipline she stepped in but outside of times of discipline she was really part of all of my coworkers and emerged now you go a couple levels higher then that's when there's that disconnect on okay how will they feel about it because they are a generation older and i th- you know my boss was okay with it completely and entirely and she was just one of us being a couple of years difference in age i think that helped but the re- the remaining the people that were over her and over that person uh they just kind of found out for themselves so but they were all there in that event oh so okay. they all found everyone the entire organization from the the people who Ran the operations to any middle managers, any entry-level managers, and my own coworkers. Everyone found out at the same time.
0: And how was all their reactions when you Mm. said, this is my girlfriend? Were they all just like, oh, cool? Yeah.
1: yeah, They opened their arms to her. They opened their arms to the thought of us us being together. They didn't make it awkward. And it was a really empowering experience because that's a part of me that I, I was able to You know work you go to work 40 hours a week that's now a door that was opened for me to share my life more freely and as i cared to do so and so it was a breath of fresh air and it was it was nice uh, for that to happen their reactions were very positive
0: that's amazing at that same job before that relationship after that relationship did you date a man
1: Yes. I had dated a man while I was at that job.
0: Was it before or after that relationship? Was it it was
1: before the relationship with the female. So I dated a man when I entered working for that company. And it was a very serious relationship. And we had broken up. And then I started dating a female.
0: And then did you... And within that job, once you and the female broke up, did you go back to... Uh, dating a man or did you have another woman after or was it I
1: had left that organization while I was dating a woman and then when I entered my next organization is when that relationship with the woman started tapering off and I did end up going back to the man that I had the serious relationship with.
0: The man as in your husband. My husband. (laughs) (laughs) My husband. Your husband.
1: (laughs) You're allowed to say that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay now so you started dating your husband again darren we can say his name it's mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. i think he'll be fine with that so then his career took him to north carolina you all made the decision together you would move there together and you held i think you've had two jobs since you've been there for the last mm-hmm. three three years right
1: almost so. yes we've been in north carolina for three okay. and i've had a job two jobs
0: at either of those jobs you were with your husband mm-hmm. maybe not married yet mm-hmm. but you're with your husband mm-hmm. have you did you come out to anybody there
1: no and, and why not it is so difficult Uh going to i think i was going to say this earlier i haven't really gotten around to it but there's obviously different places are more comfortable with different cultures for y- each company. Yeah, well, it's not—it's not the company of, and of itself. It's the state. Well, so the culture.
0: So the culture of the state, the culture of the
1: city. Conservative. There we go. Yeah, it's and just... you know
0: it's so weird. You know, I was telling you the other day, um, I was watching a YouTube, a YouTube uh, couple, a lesbian couple, and they were looking up LGBTQ plus friendly cities and where you live apparently is one. <laughs> so the fact that That's you're shocking this, to myself. Yes, I yes. know. I know so, i mean and, and I have to say when me and my wife came to visit you, I mean it felt not feel uncomfortable and I mm-hmm. felt I feel like I saw at least another lesbian couple out or something. Like mm-hmm. I remember we were only there for a weekend. So maybe it's more
1: again, you're staying in your heterosexual mm-hmm. bubble the comfort zone of yeah, not having to go there. Um, is like def- you're not you're not trying to go find that community mm-hmm. per se. Yeah, yes, I'm not trying to find a community. To be quite honest, I haven't tried to find any community. My <laughs> my boss is temporary position, right? No, <laughs> no, my boss has been trying to get on me for going out, getting out into the community more. Uh, because my honestly, since I've been. At North Carolina, I've either been trying to find a good job. I didn't always have a good job when I was in North Carolina, so that took up my excess time. Or I've been in school um, and work full-time. So for, from a social standpoint, I haven't had much of a, social, a big social context. I really just hang out with my, neighbor, uh, my neighbors. So I haven't tried to stretch that, but from the organizations that I worked at, I can tell you, Uh, One of them was not a place that I would have been okay with opening uh, myself up to because I had heard stories. People did not know about my situation. They assumed that I was straight because I got married during the time I was there. And there were people in my position before me that apparently were the most successful in my role. But they were... they left because they were made felt so uncomfortable and it had been they said like six or seven years since they had someone that good in that position the thing is that that person was gay and it wasn't a tolerable work environment for them so they ended up leaving and since that point of time they had not had a stronger person in that role and when i had heard stories like that being said i instantly didn't want to say anything and to be quite honest i I had many, many people tell me I was the best per- person in that position since that person, so I find that found that a little interesting. but
0: does that make you want to stay with a company? or does that make you want to no. leave?
1: It makes me want to leave it makes me it doesn't make me proud of who I work for it It makes you feel threatened that if people to f- were to find out that they would either target you um, or that for like maybe in a physical way, like out in the parking lot when you're walking to your car or they may target you, know, you through complaining about ma- making up certain stories that you weren't involved with just to get you out or complaining about you in general or starting rumors. Like there's so many different levels of harassment that goes through your head that you think that you may, uh, you could be subject to and it makes you feel very closed off. But at the same time, there's a, a component of Wanting to share your story when you know that everyone thinks so highly of you, you almost feel a certain level of loyalty to the community to speak up for yourself and say, this is who I am and this is what I'm about and put that out there. The thing is, you just have to weigh the risks and it's unfortunate that we have to do so today. You've said this,
0: made a comment to me before um, that now that you are in a straight looking relationship mm-hmm. I would say I mean you're you're in a heterosexual relationship you have said that
1: you come off as privilege and is mm-hmm. that the example right there definitely a lot of privileges that come with the perception of being heterosexual um, it could be just me putting a picture of myself and my husband on my desk I can do so freely I can talk about my vacations, uh, the things that we experience together very freely. And I can know 100% that when people engage in the conversations, they're not engaging for any other reason outside of why t- people would typically engage. And I think when you're telling those stories, when you're in a lesbian relationship and you're telling those stories that you don't know what the other people is the other person is thinking in the back the back of their head if they're just doing if they're tolerating the conversation if they are uh doing it to say that they're friends with someone who's a lesbian and they can get along with the community and they're part of it and they're cool and they're accepting or if there's hidden motives behind why they're engaging or if if they just don't want to. You just don't know why and you have that headspace of our people our <laughs> people engaging for the right reasons. But in a heterosexual relationship, you you don't have any of those thoughts in the back of your head.
0: Yeah, that's what's crazy.
1: But there certainly is a I mean, you know, going back to my time with the organization who wasn't so welcoming of it. Sure. I mean, there was privilege in having job security yeah. and it's not because of my performance it's not because i thought my bosses would care it's because of my coworkers and that's different you can be in a position where your bosses care and you could feel threatened by them or you could feel threatened by your coworkers making up stories and do, or meeting you out in the parking lot and doing these things and so there's different angles while your boss might be accepting other people laterally may not be and that causes its own friction and it makes you're... it
0: uncomfortable for you to be mm-hmm. at work
1: Well, it makes you feel like you may not be able to succeed because a lot of people who are successful have a lot of people backing them. And that's what a good leader is, is you get a lot of people that are behind you and back you. And it's really hard to think about all the people that are out there that could raise all of that support to help make them and put them in the position that they deserve to be in that aren't able to do so because of that one barrier that has nothing to do with their work.
0: I mean, it's just bizarre. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, the, you're, you're somewhere mm-hmm. 40 hours a week. Yeah. And the fact, I, mean, I didn't know that you were at a company that the people prior to you were basically booted out mm-hmm. because of them identifying as gay and apparently being open about it at work. I mean, it's just, it's baffling to me. Now now your
1: company you're with now
0: is there have you heard anything
1: It's a very reserved organization so with that being said leadership is quite reserved I have not seen anything that has been completely discouraging outside of knowing how conservative our leadership is So that in of itself is a little disheartening it makes you a little bit more tense but and confused about is this the right move? It just makes you more hesitant. But I can't say for certain that there's anything that, okay, you know, I wouldn't be thriving if I came out. It's just one of those, you've got to evaluate the risks. And I do, there is someone in my organization that is open. And what was unfortunate is I didn't know this at the time because her and I don't work so closely together. But We were in a training together, and we had hired, our organization had hired an external trainer to come in and do a class. And thankfully, it was a very small class of us. There was only three people in that class. The trainer had asked her why did she come to Greensboro, North Carolina, and how how she kind of evolved in her position and how it came to be. And part of that story involved her wife. The trainer, she did not allude to it to the trainer. She did not openly say my wife initially, but the trainer had probed, oh, your husband. And she was like, no, my partner. And she said, oh, your husband. And she said, no, my wife. And it created a, a lot of tension within the class in that very instant. But afterwards, I was very, uh, ex- I was excited to know that there was someone within the organization that, was open it may not have been with that third party external trainer but that was open and that had been thriving within the organization and who was well respected and so that g- does give so me you probably a lot gave, of encouragement. gave her more respect i after did that. i did i did we we're we we're close buddies now so, oh really i mean we're not outside of work i still keep i still keep my head so in does the books, she does but... she
0: know about your dating history or how you identify or anything
1: no she does not i haven't found that i found that any opportunity when we have discussions like i said we don't talk we don't work um a lot together but all the opportunities that have have come about so we could be better friends haven't been on that subject i'm not trying to make our friendship about that topic but i want, want it to. yeah oh yeah yeah I, eventually <laughs> i want to oh, i want to say we're
0: like in the same
1: community you just yeah. don't know it yeah so she, she, i know about her and i know that she you know her and i get along really really well and so i'm That's waiting good. for the opportunity i don't want to force it um but i, I think want it will come the friendship to happen naturally i think you'll eventually <laughs> let her know yeah we have just, a lot in common so i'm sure one one of these days we'll end up hanging out and I'll tell
0: her. Your boss, directly above you, doesn't know? Um, or has an I idea. don't think
1: he would be shocked. I th- he's been very, he's very open-minded. He's he's very open-minded himself and very... Um.
0: I mean, he knew, did he know that Blake and I were coming into town and, like, we he, were wives? I, so
1: I speak extreme, I speak, you know, I talk a lot to my boss. We talk every day, sometimes multiple hours a day. And so he knows a lot about, who I always associate with in and outside of work. And that's why I said he's been pushing me a lot to actually develop more friendships and get more involved in the community to, at Greensboro because he wants me to have a life outside of my head in the books and work. But he has heard me always, you know, I was not closed off about saying my best friend is getting married um, to a woman. I My brother, I've not hidden that my brother's gay. And so any opportunity that I get to empower the community the lgbtq community i do so another thing that actually is empowering is that someone that is very close to our higher leadership is also very very gay let's admit very very (laughs) (laughs) but it's obvious that he is gay the way he carries himself he's very open about it and so uh, we were in the break room one day and the break room sits right outside of a very open office that everyone can hear the conversations. He spoke about wanting to have kids and I spoke about my brother and what his plans are to have kids and we had that conversation and I think initially he was caught off guard that I just kind of seamlessly entered the conversation and had some input and had insight onto what may be the processes to having a kid when you're not heterosexual and it was a way for me to engage with him on something that was true for him but open it up to anyone else in the office who really wanted to overhear. And I've tried to indirectly empower the LGBTQ community that way without risking too much, you know, of myself. So trying I'm still balancing that risk and trying to get a feel for how how open I wanna be and uh understanding that balance, but it's it's always tricky, but I've found certain ways to always make people who have come out around me uh, feel more than comfortable even if they don't know anything about me. No matter what
0: career path you choose, if you were to leave this job, if you were to ever come back to good old Kentucky, <laughs> it's never easy to re come out for the millionth time again, especially mm-hmm.
1: in the workplace. I mean, it's, like a, it's a daunting task. I think it's easier in certain areas than others. The ones that are more conservative, it certainly makes it more difficult. And from my experience in North Carolina, they seem to be a lot more conservative. And that was eye-opening when I did move because Louisville is super liberal and super open-minded. And whether you are or aren't open-minded in, in Louisville, you typically... Had to encounter an experience with someone who is openly in the LGBTQ community. And you go to other states and other areas where people are in the community, but you don't know if it's how likely it is that that exposure has been had. So while in Louisville, coming out is okay in the back of my mind, well, you've got to know somebody. And so this can't be your first time. Like that's just what I think to add a little maybe some ignorance to help me come out. But then in North Carolina, I'm sitting there looking around and I'm like, honestly, I don't see anyone that's openly LGBTQ in the LGBTQ community. I've had been working with this person for almost a year and I had no clue. It was a small office that she well, it was an office of 50 people. So I had worked with her long enough to had known that or heard that. And I didn't hear that until that training. And it's it's hard to find the people in North Carolina, which makes it that much more difficult to come out because you don't want to be the person who, who has to open someone's eyes and help. I mean, you do, but at the same time it makes it that much more challenging because you don't know how they're going to react. So, the more people are familiar with it, I feel like the more they're comfortable with it, the more they've had time to process it. And so it just makes coming out so much easier and so it's it's definitely been a learning experience uh, going from state to state because you definitely learn more about why, you know, additional challenges that other people have that you may not have had because I was blessed in Louisville to have a community that surrounded me and pretty much a whole city that, whether they understood or not, had had the experience.
0: Any last minute thoughts um, focused on work in the LGBTQ community
1: while I when my coworker came out, um, I it was it was empowering for me, but I do want you know from my own perspective and my own experiences, I've always been weighing the pros and the cons and the risks and I think that there is a certain level of owning who you are and making sure that the environment that you put yourself in is very tolerable for yourself. Uh but safe. And safe. It's a big thing. Mm-hmm. And that you feel comfortable in it. But don't, you know, I think there's also power to be had in overlooking those things up until you can reach success so get where you need to get to and then elaborate I mean hand I don't know I guess what I'm trying to say is just be careful with what opportunities you know I don't know And what the thing is even what you're saying
0: that's sad that you have to say that mm-hmm. to tell people to be careful to improve their career and move yeah. forward yeah you have to be careful of being who you are and expressing who you love that is that's like the saddest point
1: and like that's i i think with anything it's more of an art i think i mean it's definitely sad that but i mean if you yeah. are a
0: heterosexual couple yeah. in a heterosexual relationship you don't even have to think about that yeah yes yep but i mean it's the same thing with me i own a company and i'm mm-hmm. Do I tell my vendors? Will they still be my vendors after I tell them? Do I tell my clients? Will they still be my clients after I tell them? Why do I have to sit here and think that when I have a great company, a great team that all know about me and I still have to be fearful of telling somebody to losing a chance in a business deal or what have you, you know? That's mm-hmm. that's what is just unbelievable to me is that we still to this day in 2020... Have to think about that to advance your career you have to or just to do better in your career you have to be careful of telling people who you love
1: yes it's it's definitely sad that that's that's uh what's happening these days i do have hope that that i do take i do think the lgbtq community has come an awfully long way Oh, yeah. Uh, just since I've been in college, which mm-hmm. hasn't been that long ago. So that's that's I empowering. Mean, when, when
0: well, after we graduated college, people were legally allowed to get married across the nation. Mm hmm. Yep. In 2015. Mm hmm. I mean, like, wow, we were a part of that, mm-hmm. which is insane.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's definitely like a lot it, of momentum. Five years ago that happened. That is crazy. Yes. I would not have been able to marry my wife five years ago. Just it blows my mind we we have seen a lot in our short time, I would say, in the other well you you were in it longer than I was, but yeah, it just it still baffles me to this day that we're still sitting here telling people you have to tell people, be mm-hmm. cautious, be mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. if you feel uncomfortable at work, mm-hmm. don't say anything, yeah, and if you want to be somewhere that you feel comfortable enough, you have to quit. Mm -hmm. and find a new job Mm -hmm. and it's like for me i want to be comfortable with where i am yeah and if i'm hiring employees they need to know up front i am now you know i'm married to a woman that happened in Mm -hmm. 2019 i got married i need to let them know up front and if they can't handle it you you can't fit in with us that's our (laughs) our culture our culture is you know everyone's accepted I have two other members in the LGBTQ community within my organization with me. We're only a small company. It's 10 of us. But, you know, that's my culture, though, is accepting mm-hmm. and be who you want to be, love who you want to love. And there's other companies. And it's not necessarily the companies itself. It's uh coworkers like you said, mm-hmm. or, or managers um, that can boot you out. The company itself might be, quote, diverse, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean the co-workers are
1: yeah there's there's definitely a lot of components to it whether it's upwards uh upward management or lateral co-workers that or people even beneath you i mean it's it's you know leading people it's it takes a different component if you have someone that you just hired and you're a manager it's got to be difficult to sit there and open yourselves up to them and, and then have them have them not accept you not because of your work ethic, or how you treat them as a human, or how you care about them as an individual, which a lot of managers fail to do so, and fail at leadership. But when you have that true leader uh, that can really take a team someplace, and take an individual someplace, and they are willing to walk away from that opportunity because of one factor that has nothing to do with their personal growth. Um, it's it's definitely sad, because I, I look at business as a way to grow my mind, and develop who I am as an individual and push me to be the best person that I am. And, you know, there's nothing about work has anything to do with who you were dating outside of work or who you are with outside of work. And the opportunity that work provides an individual themselves from a, a mental stimulation standpoint, from a financial standpoint and from a career growth opportunity. It's just there's so much you can get out of the working environment that has nothing to do with who the individual goes home to and just to have that just to walk away from that because that's who that is who your manager is is it's really sad and it's their loss but hopefully as the lgbtq community continues to make strides forward um that there will be uh more of a, a push for not i think there is a push right now for acceptance but more acceptance of that push and hopefully there, you know, and soon to come there'll be a lot more that's gifted to the LGBTQ community, a lot more privilege that is gifted to them that is
0: deserved. Well, thank you so much for giving me telling me your stories, mm-hmm. telling me your inputs. It means a lot of other people are going to you know hear this and connect mm-hmm. in some way or shape or form. So thank you for being on my show.